listening to Enlivening Musings, a podcast to enhance your life so you live fully alive. Sponsored by the Pleasure Fairy app. Download it for more support. Welcome to Enlivening Musings. I'm Crystal. And I'm Katie. And today we're going to dive into the sister wound as a priority and maybe just touch upon all of the other woundology concepts, ideas, anything (laughs) that could reside in that world because we are these multifaceted humans playing all these different roles and living this human experience. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. If you are new to the concept of the sister wound, basically it can show up in your relationship in relating to other women. So it doesn't matter if you actually have a sister or you don't. Um, It really shows up a lot in our society currently, which I personally, from my experience, see dismantling and being broken down, but as women being extremely competitive, being catty, um, if you go back into like my past, seeing it as you know, if you're in a relationship and your partner's being in, in, in I won't say infidelity, but like they're not being infidel. <laughs> they're being an infidel. Unfaithful. Unfaithful. <laughs> if, and you're in a monogamous relationship blaming the other woman instead of working it out with your partner and trying to figure out what's going on. That was like a huge thing. You can even see it in music. If you look at music yeah. from that generation or era, um, there's so much of that in there. Um, so that's basically what we're working with when we're talking about the sister wound. We're talking about women relating to women and having more of that being put up against one another versus the sisterhood, the community of women if you think of like traditional cultures and being with your sisters and your aunts and your grandmas and tending the land and gathering together and caring and nurturing for one another I mean we see this a lot in our isolation um, after becoming mothers and Mm -hmm. all of that so what is missing where there's issues, and then also what could be. And I know for me and the work that I'm doing, this is one of the things that I love bringing to the world. I love building communities of women who can gather, whether it's once a month and virtual from around the world and all of that, and actually be raising one another up like we're here to be like yay one another's cheerleaders Mm -hmm. and actually supporting one another versus oh she's so glorious because of that I'm now less than (laughs) yeah yeah I mean I it's funny you say that because I was just talking to one of the other people in our coven group and I was saying I was really sad I said yeah I hope that you're enjoying it and feeling safe because I feel like Crystal does a really good job of creating a really safe space where you feel okay being vulnerable yeah and it's it's interesting how different that feels right because that's not what we're used to and how healing it can be I mean I've just it's been life-changing to 
go into groups where women are like that and not and like really are not just like fake right and I think the only way you can get there is by being like super vulnerable like yeah right because if you're feeling like you need to be perfect and put on this facade I feel like that must be part of the sister wound then because to to me that is what is happening. Like when I think of my own self and my own way of showing, like when I have shown up in different places in the world, that creates that Mm -hmm. and how the bond is better and more real and grounded when I'm just like, like, yeah, really real, messy, all the things. Right. And in a container where that feels safe. And so that's the thing where this is Mm. happening. It's happening now. I'm not the only person trying to build this. Mm -hmm. Like... There are people all over, and I've been in other people's groups, you know, where that's happening. And I want to add as a little caveat that if you are in a group and you aren't feeling supported or safe, well, one, you have the permission to leave. You're your own sovereign person. And two, if it feels safe and okay, or even if it's just a small edge – to go to whoever like the space holder is, the leader, the whatever it is in that particular setup and actually share that to see what it is. Because, you know, sometimes it's the main person, the facilitator of the space. And other times it's just, oh, that one person made me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And if it's like one person, there could be something there to work through. Like that's the thing too is it's like now we have – the opportunity to work through what makes us feel uncomfortable. You know, we've talked in the past about jealousy and different things too. It's like, what is coming up when you're in that group? So for you, like being able to grow through all of that vulnerability Mm -hmm. and how that just transformed your life, Mm -hmm. you know? So for somebody else, it might be something different, like the jealousy or the feeling less than like giving your power away or, um, just triggering super competitive vibes within yourself because there are people out there. It makes me think a little bit of human design and having like competitive lines and stuff and how, mm. and that doesn't make it bad or wrong. It's just learning what's here for me mm-hmm. in this. You know, why is this showing up for me and what's here for me? Because it might tune you into something really powerful. Like if you think of like, if you are that person who feels really competitive, maybe that transforms into you being an even bigger cheerleader for somebody else, mm-hmm. you know, because that's, there's just so much yeah. <laughs> potential. Yes. And that's what I've loved so much about being in a group like that is like we continually cheer each other on for our unique gifts. Yeah. You know, there's so much of that, of, of just, like, being seen and then, like, hyping each other up or just being, like, yeah, like, like, and encouraging each other to feel and to grow into our own self. And, like, I was having a conversation with another group member mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it, it's just made me realize, too, you know, like, we can talk to friends and, like, give advice and support, um, but it makes me realize, like, learning more about myself and being honest is like, well, that's, I could tell them like, oh, you can just, okay, let me give an example because I'm not making sense. 
I am an ex- the great life experimenter, right? That's my human design. So like I'm meant to just like do stuff and figure it out. Mm-hmm. But when I try to encourage friends that don't have that profile to like just do it, like you don't have to figure it out. You don't need to hire a coach. Just come on, just do your thing. Go start your business. It's all good. And they're just like, and I don't understand why they're not doing it that way and why they feel the need to have all this support and coaches. Yeah. But I've just realized just within the last week, I'm like, Oh, yeah, okay, because that's, like, my design and that's not theirs. And then I can right. go backtrack and be like, okay, I honor <laughs> your path. And then I can encourage them on their path more. You know what I mean? Right. Other than feeling like, why are they doing it that way? That's not the way it worked for me. <laughs> I figured it out this way. Right. So, I mean, that's kind of a different lane to go down. But that's yeah. been really, really cool. And then – for me to be able to reflect back to them how important their own design and path is and cheer them on from that perspective. Like, yeah, don't, don't try to do it like me. That's not do you sort of thing. Right. Yeah, I love that. And that's the thing <laughs> of just being humans. Like we have all of these different tactics, tactics and ways. And, you know, you talking about that is reminding me of a conversation we had about input (laughs) and like how much input there is out in the world that you know we have access to so much input that it's like it gets really hard to (laughs) come back to yourself unless you're consciously doing that Mm -hmm. and so that's one of the things with this particular wound is to come back to yourself like what is triggering you about this person or this dynamic or anything like that Um, And before we started recording, you know, we're saying, well, there's other wounds out there too. There's your father wound or your mother wound or your wound with your own inner yin and yang and how those relate to everything. There's money wounds. There's um, going through the gene keys. You get to go through all of your wounding through your different life stages. You know, there's so many different things out there and all of our different stuff and this makes me want to give another almost disclaimer caveat of like, you also don't need to continually be healing (laughs) (laughs) and living from this wounded place. Um, Yeah. But that's like, it's all just out there is why I'm mentioning it and saying it. And so there's a lot of different paths you can go down. But right now I feel like the sister wound was kind of just a pride already to talk about because I feel like women are waking up to wanting to be more connected and live from that place where in relationship for instance we aren't blaming the other woman so much we're actually going to the partner and how we're like shifting that dynamic like this is our relational relationship unit this is between us and what we've got going on, and how do we play with and work with that? Um, and then, yeah, yeah, that's basically like where I wanted to land on some of that. Um, but do you want to explain like the like a practice that we are having? Like we were kind of discussing, we could yeah. share with you guys a practice that you could do to kind of move through some of. Yeah. So this this, this is just a simple practice, and you can. Um, tweak it however you want but a one good way is to just write write down every label you've ever had whether it's mother sister friend 
wife, therapist, teacher, blah, blah, blah. Like you just go down the list, just start writing everything down and then you just go burn it. You can, well, I mean, you can do whatever you want with it. You can, I like to use like the elements. So it'd be like burning it, putting it in water, burying it. Um, you could like, I mean, you could throw it up, you know, tear it into pieces and let some go up into the wind. Or you can like let it go into like the ethers and the spirit world if you want. Uh, kind of depends on the season where you are. Yeah, <laughs> I did just burn something the other day in a bowl outside um, in the snow. So that works too if your fire pit is covered up. Um, and you you can do that in, you know, a lot of a lot of different ways. It could be something like sitting and writing down like everything you're worried about or everything you feel like you need to control. That would be a good one for me. Well, and for this, I think yeah. like directing it right towards like the sister wound, like what yeah shows up yeah. for you with like jealousy or other women and like your dynamic with other women and you know, so like I think about <laughs> like what could all be written down. Yeah. Just in that range. If you have a sister, mm-hmm. what showed up there? You know, were you the one who was always like pining after your older sister's stuff and feeling like you don't get what you want? Were you the one who mm-hmm. um, felt like you were always being annoyed by and prodded by? You know, what what did that look like for you? And just mm-hmm. being able to release all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I I feel like I use that sort of magic ceremony for a wide variety of things all the time. Like, yeah, I was burning a picture that we drew after our Gene Keys meeting. Um, yeah. And it was good. I mean, I don't know. There's just something magical about that practice. So I love being able to do things like that. I think it's so simple and powerful. Absolutely. And I, I want to just add to that with the fire element. And because it's not like, you know, you're like, you tear it up, throw it into the air. Yes. And when you're burning it, you're doing that too. You're utilizing the air element mm-hmm. <laughs> at the same time as the fire element. You know, it's kind of a both and mm-hmm. <laughs> situation, which I just love that and just the power of that and being able to feel that you you, like you feel it and it's so in real time we're like burying it it's like it's real time for like burying it and giving it to the earth and yet you know that it's going to take time for the earth to process Mm. that and decompose that so which sometimes I like you need some things I never thought of it that way and how that might be better for certain situations I love I'm going to remember that for when I'm working with people too because there are a lot of times when people are not ready Mm -hmm. to let it go that's when I use I know we've talked about in the past I'll use like a vase analogy or like a jar and I'll I'll you know encourage them like blow it into a this jar this vase that's like sitting somewhere in in your energy field or in the ethers where you it's still safe for things that feel Mm. really sacred that they're just not ready it's like um, because it's too sacred to let it go, right? They don't want to let it go. They don't want to like really cut the cord, whatever it is. Um, Bessel van der Bolt talks about this um, in his book, The Body Keeps the Score, too, about how that was part of like when he was working with um, soldiers with PTSD, they didn't want their nightmares to go away because it was the way they held like homage and a vigil towards those people mm-hmm. and that line I, this was during an interview he told that story I'm sure it's in the book too but it was like so powerful for me because I could relate to it and I was like oh 
that's what it is. And so being able to do something where you're like, you're not destroying it. It's super important, but it doesn't have to like rule your body anymore or your mind and memory and like how you can like maybe transform it or just place it somewhere else. Yeah. I use that a lot with people because I mean, wow, that's mind blowing to think of it that way. But I love thinking about that's what makes me think about how like, yeah, the earth to compost it and take more time to almost nourish it. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And then like water, the interesting thing when I've worked with water or the river, which I love, I tell a lot of people in this area in Fargo to go, there's a really nice um, dike area where the river is. If any local listeners, like I love going there. It's always whenever I've showed up there with people to do some sort of like ceremony or just hang out. It's like we all just arrive and have like, brought things that just go together it's so cool cool and magical (laughs) and we're just like all right let's do this but the river's interesting because it will like sometimes it'll take it away and it'll bring it right back with the current or any water yeah so I'm curious if you have thoughts on that or like I don't know like of how using the water might I don't know well I do love that and so for me it makes regardless of where it would go Water to me cleanses. Mm. So if it were to like do a little loop, you know, it's almost like Mm. it went and it cleansed and here it is purified. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a brand new thing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Or if it were to like travel down the river now, it gets to just keep purifying and maybe it's bringing blessings along its way. You know what I mean? Because we all need Mm -hmm. all the stuff we're whole beings um and I wanted to come back to maybe I should just finish that verse (laughs) so the other thing with water that's one reason why I love like there's times when I tell people to just take a shower right just taking a shower cleanses it from you so sometimes Mm -hmm. even after doing ritual just taking a shower afterwards and of course salt baths and you've got the salt drying out the gunk and then you get to flush it down the drain you know so there's so many I, I mean getting into this could be its own podcast right <laughs> you're welcome two for one <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I wanted to come back to the earth for a minute though because I loved when you're talking about that with the jar um so two things one when I think about earth energy I think about even people who have a lot of earth energy and how they can have a hard time letting go of things <laughs> and so you think about that and how the earth gets to give that slowness and that steadiness to the process and how beautiful that is um, and then when you're talking about the jar it was reminding me of this um like new moon ritual I did um I mean gosh it was multiple months ago now but I took I had received some of these herbs and they didn't feel as um vibrationally potent as the herbs that I normally use for like my teas and my tinctures and infusions and all of that so I'm like what am I going to do with this (laughs) so I decided I was going to use it for rituals and at first I was like oh I'll just go sprinkle it outside you know whatever but what I did was I took this little jar on a new moon and I wrote out what I wanted to create in my life on a piece of paper just like three words 
and I put it in the jar and surrounded it by these herbs, which have, I mean, it was hawthorn. So it was for the heart center and everything. And so I like did that and then I closed the jar. And so then I put it in a window where the moon could touch it, you know, for an entire moon cycle. But it made me think of like in here, not only am I like letting this be a slower process, which I mean, 28 day cycle isn't super slow, but it's slower than the fire burn, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I was letting all of those herbs like almost infuse the words that were there and then being able to put that in the earth too. So it's like this slow thing or, I mean, you could just throw it in the garbage, whatever, (laughs) whatever you want to do. And so I just loved that because it's like, yes, you can have even that visual thing that you get to keep peeking at and reminding you of what you're either creating or letting go or bringing into your life or whatever it is Mm -hmm. and so you even have that visual reminder that every time you like peek at that thing you know and then you Mm -hmm. still get to go for even the further release of it when you're ready yeah that's cool so many new cool ideas a way to work with it it made me think too no wonder I go to fire first because I'm an Aries I'm a fire right Right. So it's interesting to think about that might be based on a little bit on your sign of what feels best for you, too. Yeah, I love that you're saying that, too, because, okay, (laughs) so I'm a lot of air in Western astrology. I have six of my 12 planets are air signs. And sometimes I just don't want to do anything. And I just let it all go. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it might just be dance or it's like, almost just meditation so it's just of the mind and it's just like just moving the energy and just like letting it all go through that what seems to be more of like an air yeah element like I'm moving my arms right now nobody can see me (laughs) but I'm like moving my arms because that's just what I'm doing I'm just like releasing and letting it into the air and like yeah dissipate and go away yeah I'm gonna keep that in mind when I give people those options yeah. And also, I mean, experiment, all of our listeners, and see what feels best to you. And just be curious, like, I, you know, chances are <laughs> your biggest, you know, sun sign might be what feels best to you. Yeah, that would be fun. You can you can tell us. We'll, we'll keep our Instagram enlivening musings just for people to yeah. talk to us. But if you want to <laughs> follow us, our links are in there, too, so that you can actually get quality content on a more consistent basis on our personal profiles too so yeah, yeah, cool. I love that tell us what you loved what your what your biggest takeaway is and um we will chat at you next time mm-hmm. all right bye all right. thanks for tuning in if you'd like more support hop on the pleasure fairy app or find katie at wellnesswithkatie.com You can also find us on Instagram at Enlivening Musings if you want to share some takeaways or other requests for future shows. Enjoy!